¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué onda? Depending, depending on your preferred slangs. Sí, güey. Dame. Dale. Dale. Dímelo. All right. One, two, three, worldwide. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Shit. Chet, we're back again for another episode of Real Nerd Hours. Beating on the eardrums. Beating on the eardrums with the raw, <clears throat> uncut. No condom. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, this is your boy Denzel. And I'm Chad. And this is Real Nerd Hours, a podcast ostensibly about nerd shit. You know the drill. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling? How you feeling this week, Denzel? You know, I'm feeling a little bit better than I felt last week, but I still kind of feel beat up. Like you can hear it in my voice. Yeah. And it's not, I, I gotta, I, I think I gotta take a day off of work or something. I've been working every day because mm. my company doesn't do unpaid days off. So, like, they legit just get super pissed if you're, like, out of PTO, basically. Right. Like, I have, you're allotted six sick days for the year. Uh Uh-huh. And then you accrue PTO throughout. And they get pissed if you take any, like, vacation time instead of sick time. Yeah. Like, if you've used all your sick days, like, they say the maximum of six days is what you get for sick days. Man. And you accrue so fucking slowly. You get two weeks for the year, I think. It's yeah, supposed to be standard. Yeah, that's standard. Yeah. But like having to accrue it is yeah. what sucks. I hate, I hate companies that do the accrual system. Like, I, I, I get it because, I mean, a lot of places, they won't even give paid vacation time in the first year. So that's kind of like their way of getting around that without like seeming like assholes but it sucks if you if you like to use it all at once or like in bursts like what i usually do almost all of my days are used pretty much entirely in july because i have so much shit going on so if i if my companies were on the accrual system i would probably be fucked yeah yeah that's that's a big problem too and also like a lot of newer companies on the come up have been just giving people unlimited pto yeah and just kind of denying when necessary right where like okay you didn't give enough notice or hey we really actually need you to do this thing or hey you've been taking too many fucking days off this year <laughs> yeah it's and it's it's a weird uh kind of uh, broken system, if you ask me. It doesn't it, make it, much sense anymore. Actually, what... So, Lorraine is on that system with her company. She loves where she works, and she loves her job. But she said, once they when they switched to that, everyone was afraid to take time off. Everyone Unlimited? Yeah. They, oh, fuck that. I'd be like, out. But, but no one wanted to be the one person that dipped. Oh, God. <laughs> I would have been that dude so quickly. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, to me, like... Fuck yeah, I'm just gonna I'm I wouldn't even take the day off. I would just work from home just oh, because yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't think people understand that working from home is one of life's few pleasures. 
Like, I, I know oh, some people get weird about it because it's like, oh, but then you're never really away from work and, oh, I can't now, now get anything done at home. It's like, like, that's not even the point. Do you even get much done at work? <laughs> right? It's like, do you, how much do you actually do at work? How much? Because I can tell you, I don't do a lot of shit at work. Like, there are days at work where I just, I say, like, mm, God damn, I'm, I'm glad nobody's watching right now. Dude, for real. Like, there, there were times where I've probably gotten like four hours of actual work done in a week. And yeah. like the rest of the time is just like, okay, I'm doing something that's adjacent to work. Like, okay, I'm, I'm doing tutorials and stuff, but it's kind of brushing up and okay, whatever. And like, that's it. But if I was home, I would be doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. And not, don't have to feel bad about it. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. And it's like, I don't, I don't like this like fucking funny little veil people put up between work and like home life or whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, if you look at somebody's job, like they're not doing the maximum amount of work for no. eight hours a day. No, absolutely It's not. probably like, yo, like let me do at most six hours worth of shit. Yeah, that's someone who's like actually getting after it. If you're getting six hours of work out of someone in a day. Yeah, <laughs> that's real shit. Yeah. And like, I, oh God, there have been some days where I work now and where I used to work where you would get maybe 15 minutes of work out of me. <sighs> like I would show up to work answer all of my emails in the morning and then you know solve my little tickets or whatever and then start fucking around yeah and if if nothing comes up what are they gonna say exactly and it's not like you're gonna send me home in the middle of the fucking day no this isn't like working retail or some shit yeah where you realize like oh we actually have to cut hours no it's like all right well there's not much going on today like i better make up something for them to do or I can just go fuck myself. (laughs) And a lot of the time, it was the latter with the supervisors that I had. Like, they didn't give a shit. Like, I remember remember at one of the last jobs I worked, in the last two weeks that I worked there, there was, uh, I would get to work at like 10 or 11. Mm. And then immediately, or not immediately, I guess, at about one or two, I would take off for lunch and I would go to a friend's house, like somebody I work (laughs) with, and we would just drink for like an hour and a half and then come back to work. They lived super close. They lived like walking distance from the office and we would just do that. And dog, after, after that first sip of liquor, there's no work getting done. Right. Period. Oh, man. Although sometimes, sometimes you hit that that perfect buzz. They call it the uh, the Balmer equation. That's where people have a peak performance level. They say it's about after two beers or like two cocktails, depending. Where you heat hit a level where you're not second guessing yourself and you're just kind of going for it. You're in a good mood, like you just kind of like you hit cruise control, you know. But if you get drunker than that. Now you're getting too sloppy. Now you're, you know, just kind of fucking up again because you're too drunk. And then below that, you're stressed. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this nice little nice little mid-level. I personally enjoy working at that level, but sometimes sometimes it's not, the, uh, not what it's called for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess ultimately, I just want to be able to have the option to just play video games at my desk without people judging me. That, yeah. That's that's the biggest thing for me is just not 
having someone over my shoulder. Like I work at a very specific pace. I'm going to continue to work like that unless I need to do otherwise. So if that pace isn't to your liking, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's it. That's really it. Like I, my pace is determined by how much I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah. That's legit it right there. If you're not paying me a whole bunch to do what I'm doing and I agreed to do it, then you better be happy with the pay, like the rate at which it's turned out. Yeah. Otherwise you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. If when, when people like ask me to do favors for them, I have to get it done either as soon as someone asks that of me or it's not happening. Like mm-hmm. if you say, Hey, you mind, you mind looking this over, fixing up some things like, okay, yeah, you know, five bucks, you know, whatever. If I don't get it done within the hour, it's not getting done mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I will not go back to it for $5. <laughs> yeah. That's real shit. That's real shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, all that aside, Chet. Yes. You watch anything? Oh, well, I watched some movies over the weekend, but oh, you know, what'd we'll you see. What'd you see? I, I saw the Fist of the North Star and Ricky O. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> yeah, I saw those as well. All right, uh, Chet and I did some commentaries over the weekend for Ricky O and Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star is going up on Friday. Uh, Ricky O is going to go up towards the end of the month. They both have the YouTube links that we watch them through on there. Yeah. Both of those full movies have been uploaded to YouTube, <laughs> and they've been up there for a while, and nobody's taken them down. Man, yet. I love just finding random movies on YouTube. That was that was one of the last things I was doing when I was still working at the office. Like, I would just Google old movies and just see if they're on YouTube. Like, I saw the big hit. I watched that. That's what um, is that? It's got who the fuck? It's it's got Mark Wahlberg. Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh shit! I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Where where they're uh, they're they're like I don't even know what they're doing. I mean, you can call them like mercenaries of a sort, but not like killing people. They're just they do illegal jobs. You know, they're thieves. Yeah. They're you know whatever. You know, they'll they'll do whatever, and then they end up kidnapping a yakuza boss's goddaughter yeah. <laughs> or, or no his actual daughter and uh, i can't remember i've seen that once and that was probably like yeah, five I, or six years ago i saw it when i was like maybe 14 Lou Diamond phillips was that dude for a little bit though. yeah he was it's like <laughs> yeah. and he was such an asshole in that movie too yeah oh yeah. man he did it well yeah well apparently um i think pole it's one of the 4chan boards loves that movie. Oh, Jesus. And, like, someone brought that up as I was watching it. And I'm like, how do you even know this? <laughs> Some people have the weirdest facts on deck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just old movies will just show up on YouTube. And sometimes they'll have, like, weird watermarks. So they'll be sped up 25%. So you have to watch it at 75% speed. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Those. That's a fun one. Where they'll like they'll just fuck with the speed a little bit, so you just you just hit the speed thing and you're good. Yeah, that's what a lot of pirated music does. Yeah, uh, they'll slow it down by twenty five percent because um, there's like if you the the way the content ID works, it's just like it's too literal of a match. Yes, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like the content ID, the way they do it is real. It's basically the same way um, Shazam identifies stuff. Like it's not as though it actually knows what song it is. It just matches wave files, and if it if it hits a match, then there you go. 
So with content ID, like even if you were talking over music a lot, it wouldn't be able to match it because it doesn't have anything to pick up on. It can. It can. I, I, so here are two instances where content ID really fucked me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, so one was I uploaded a video like two years ago of this game that I was playing called Absolute Drift. Mm-hmm. And I was talking over the entire video. And it was me like basically setting a high score and talking mad shit while I was doing it. Yeah. And there was a song playing in the background. Uh, but even with me talking over the song, it had an, I guess, I guess you're right. It can't do it when you're talking over it. Right. But it just needs Those little such a little time <laughs> yeah. in order to ID it. And also, apparently Sleeping Dogs lost the rights to basically all the music in that game. Oh, word. Yeah, even the menu music. What? That sucks. Yeah, so anytime I was menuing in that game, although I was talking over it, the it just blocked the content. It wow, needed the content. get fucked. And also, let me say something about YouTube's fucking content ID system real quick. There's a company that came through and content ID'd some of my... Uh, some of my Cuphead playthrough mm-hmm. and they said like oh yo like from this time to this time that's our footage you're not allowed to use this and I watched it and I was just like no no you guys don't even post content in English my dude they put a <laughs> I had a copyright strike on my channel because of that that's so dumb yeah so what I did was I went to Studio MDHR I think it's called MHDR it's one of those. Uh, I went to the studio's website that made the game, mm-hmm. and I looked at their like streaming policy, mm-hmm. copied the link to that page, and I said, "What you're doing is illegal. Eat my dick." And I sent them the link <laughs> because when you dispute a copyright claim on your channel, what you have to do is you you basically get the message from whoever you're claiming against, right? And um, and they they're forced they have to read it. Yeah, and they either say like "fuck you," this shit is our stuff, or they have to drop it. Right, and they dropped it, and I'm glad they had to read the message from me to them, telling them <laughs> to eat my dick because fuck them. Yeah, seriously. My brother did a uh, AMV hell type thing a while back, and he got hit with like multiple claims because it's, you know, popular music matched up with anime footage, so. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to go on and every time it's like fair use fair use parody fair use get off my back fuck you fair use nice did it work out oh yeah oh that's good yeah every that's time good because i i mean like it's hard to justify fair use in some spots like i don't know if AM, amvs falls under fair use for music because the rules for music are so fucking insane yeah the rules for music are a little weird but in that case you can definitely say it was parody because they were using the song to make a punchline effectively. So like that's that's fair game. But a straight up AMV of just like system of a down over Dragon Ball Z, that's that's a little hard to justify. That's a little hard to get away with. Yeah, yeah. I guess either way I can just say fuck YouTube. Yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of fuck YouTube going on lately. Yeah, man. Uh they 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 have sketchy policies and like granted I'm not big on YouTube. I would barely even register. Like I would be a flea on a flea 
<laughs> like as far as like YouTube is concerned. Yeah. Like that's the size of the channel that I have on there. I'll put the channel link in the description. You guys should subscribe to my channel just so I have a hundred people that subscribe to it so I can get a unique URL so I don't have to say a series of letters and numbers that are case sensitive, by the way. Yeah, I always thought that was the strangest thing. That that's case sensitive? Yeah. Yeah, right? Right? It's um, probably because they have so much shit on there, but like, I'm sure it's so fucking weird. Like I, the first time I had to, to copy a link letter by letter, I forget why. I'm, I know there was a specific reason I had to do it letter by letter, and I, I did it all lowercase. And they're like, "No, that ain't it, dog." I'm like, are you are you fucking with me? <laughs> right? Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, the thing that they did recently that really upset a lot of people was like a, a gigantic YouTuber who probably pulls down easily a million views per video. Uh, recent, he tried to like raise money for the Las Vegas shooting yeah. with a video. He had posted a video saying like all the proceeds from this video will go towards the shooting in Las Vegas. Yeah, and YouTube demonetized the video. And they said, like, sorry, like, because it's about a tragedy, uh, we can't monetize it. And, like, this is after he had posted on Twitter about it. Right. This was after he had already complained publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because YouTube doesn't necessarily communicate with their creators. Right. Like, that's the weirdest thing to me. uh, Yeah, it's a lot of, like, they'll do something without saying anything. Yeah. And then when you go to them, they may or may not respond. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then when when they responded to them, they said, like, because we don't put ads on tragedy, videos about tragedies, Mm -hmm. uh, somebody immediately followed up with, a Jimmy Kimmel video right where they put a bunch of ads on it where he's like crying on camera about like the Las Vegas shooting exactly yeah. exactly so like it's a, it's a lot of that shit and that pissed a bunch of people off well and a lot of a part of the outrage that went along with that was the the guy whose video got demonetized is conservative and they were saying like you're only demonetizing people's political views that you disagree with like you agree with kimmel so you you is he conservative i think so this is his name by the way is casey neistat i'm yeah i'm pretty sure he's i don't i've never libertarian kind of conservative i've never actually watched any of his content to be honest i I always assume the biggest youtubers are left-leaning until they sit like they prove otherwise yeah like i i think i recall people saying something about the political leanings of casey versus kimmel and they were like okay you agree with kimmel so he can have his money but you do you disagree with casey so i i always take that shit with a grain of salt yeah i feel like i feel feel like that's a youtube comments are like a step below 4chan (laughs) like 4chan (laughs) at least to my recollection when 4chan was good people had decent opinions on there like not not on poll or anything (laughs) like that but like Mew, like you could trust certain boards with certain opinions, right? Yeah. Like you could go to Mew and you could ask them what their favorite X albums are and they won't tell you some dumb shit. Right. But now when you go there, it's just all dumb shit. Yeah. I enjoyed the heyday of V, at least my heyday of V. V was good. Because like, I, oh man, there were some good ass threads I threw up in there. Like hardest bosses that you didn't expect. Like mm-hmm. there was a... 
the crab boss in Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. <laughs> it's it's just this fucking crab that's like it's up in a tower and all you do is you just got to whack the crab and he like hits you with he's got like one big claw, one little claw and he just hits you but he does a fucking grip of damage and that's the problem because if he hits you like four times you're done. Mm-hmm. And then the the fight has two phases where it's like second phase he just gets faster. So it was a huge wall for a lot of people and everyone's like man that fucking crap <laughs> okay yeah okay well anyway yes <laughs> there's a so part of the problem with youtube in itself is like at least from what i've seen in videos is they just shit on the people who are essentially the reason why they have traffic right yeah because like at least in my mind youtube would basically be world star without like all the people who are continuously producing content. Like I remember old YouTube, like old YouTube from when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15. And they, their videos were basically like, if you went on there and just looked at any given number of their videos, like a lot of them were women giving birth. Like that's one. Like, I don't know if anybody remembers that shit, but there was just a lot of that. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. And then there were some people that were doing like the content that's more common on YouTube now. Right. But there weren't a ton. And yeah, vlogging it, took a bit to, to yeah, really pop off. Exactly. And like YouTube is where it is now, A, because of piracy, <laughs> and B, because of their YouTube creators. Like the people who go on there and have been making things for the last like. 10 12 years and just have been churning it out yeah and there there aren't a lot of ogs left on youtube like a lot of people have found other careers and other ways to make money but there are a handful of people who have been on there for like a good ass decade yeah which is insane to me but it's yeah like there are people who have my man there's so many people who have been and gone yeah like thinking back like I know. Does Jenna Marbles still do shit? She does. Yeah. She does. She, like, she, she's one of my favorites. Like, I really like her shit. She was one of the few. very funny. She was one of the few people who I enjoyed watching vlogs for, like, since, since pretty much day one. Oh, I don't watch vlogs. That's just boring to me. Well, but I mean, that's a lot of what she was doing. I watched her, like, comedy videos where she would just sit in front of the camera and say some shit. That's yeah. That's because a, that's she a was, vlog. Oh, is that is that? That's, I thought it was like you following them around for the day. And them like oh no no them. like them them telling stories and stuff that still counts. Okay, but yeah. like if she's doing like one of her like oh this is like men versus women haha funny yeah or this that's like counted as a vlog. If she's just talking, then yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Old man Denzel doesn't even know. The I mean, it's it's a pretty broad term and it's real vague and nebulous. So it's it's don't don't sweat it. Okay, okay, yeah. I shan't. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. There's only a few like real YouTube content creators that I that I actually fuck with, and a lot of a lot of the people who I really enjoy their content is because they actually put effort into it. But the worst way to make money on YouTube is to put effort into your shit. Right? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That was that's totally what I was thinking. Like, and like speaking of like YouTube and how to make money with it, what I found 
just in relation to myself, I think the best way to monetize YouTube is to not even use YouTube to monetize. Yeah. What you want to do is go on YouTube, establish an audience, and then use Patreon to monetize. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing that now. Like yeah. they don't even they don't care about their YouTube viewers. They're just using that as a vehicle to get Patreon subscribers. Exactly. Exactly. Like there's there's um, a YouTube guy that I watch that has 200,000 subscribers now. Last year when I started watching him, he had like 67 or something like that. Wow. And then on Patreon, like maybe 1% of his total subscriber base from YouTube subscribes to his Patreon. And he's just... I mean, that's still 2,000 people. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's raking it in. He's raking it the oh, fuck in. He's like him. making like eight or nine K a month. Ooh. Yeah. So it's he's I think he's very engaging in what he does. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not that he's got an extraordinary talent or anything. It's just that his audience enjoys him. So they if you can get it to the cause. If you can get a committed fan base, that is one of the like that's a powerful tool. Like Filthy Frank, I would say like he doesn't really have the most broad fan base, but his fans are about him. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, they but they would do anything since since the, the them tamping down on ads since PewDiePie fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> that's that's another thing for PewDiePie. <laughs> he he really did w go out and fuck it up for everybody. Yeah, yeah man. But uh, since since Filthy Frank, um. Filthy Frank's content, all of it is basically super offensive shit. Yeah. He can't put ads on any of it. Yeah. So he's done. Yeah. Now, basically, I think what it, what's happening is people like him, they just have to go through other channels. They have to do Patreon, Twitch, you know, basically anything other than monetizing their YouTube videos. Here's a question for you. Are you ever like on a platform on a singular platform? Do you think it's possible to be too big for Patreon or too big for Twitch? I think yes, but only if you got your fam like okay, Terry Crews for example. Terry Crews has been doing a lot of web stuff. Like he's got web shows of like him and his son building a computer and like him doing gaming and he's starting up a, a new like interview channel on youtube he can do that he can do youtube but if he were to start doing patreon i feel like some people would donate just because they enjoy his content but to me it's like dude you're you've been in three back-to-back -back hit shows you've been in countless movies you don't need money so not from me for patreon what what would be the difference between like a patreon and having like a subscriber thing on your own website like do you think those things are equivalent or because <sighs> patreon like the numbers are exposed it gives a different feel to it i would definitely say it gives a different feel like i don't know i i i feel real weird about any studios or like hollywood actors or anybody who do like kickstarter type things mm -hmm. like I know you have the proper channels to get this funded if you really wanted to. You don't need to crowdfund your shit. You have capital. You know people who have capital. You don't need to go out to the masses. So like that that always makes me feel real wary. 
Well, you know, when you when you get to something, wasn't the Veronica Mars movie funded on Kickstarter? There's been plenty of stuff that's like pretty high profile that's been crowdfunded. Like, I mean, Super Troopers Two is probably like the biggest thing that I would actually fund. Oh, I didn't know that. That was was that crowdfunded? Yeah. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, and they they smash their record or they smash their goal as expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was one that was that was crowdfunded. I mean, like Mighty Number no. Nine, for example, oh. that that went terribly. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that's an example of like I don't really know how venture capital and you know angel investments go in the Japanese game industry. That's a little different, but. If you're a Hollywood actor funding a, a movie, you can find something. Well, I mean, like it depends on how much the, the money, how much money they're asking for, right? Like, if it's something like, I I don't know, like maybe maybe the Veronica Mars movie or that Zach Braff movie. Like, let's say they were asking for something like five hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand dollars is a fucking lot of your own money. Oh like, yeah, that'd be a lot to put up out of your own pocket. You have no idea if you're going to make your money back. Right. So the thing that you want to do is go directly to the fans and say like, "Hey, if you guys want to see this, well, it's time to put your fucking money where your mouth is. Give us your money. Yep. Like we'll make this shit. And like Veronica Mars, I'm pretty sure that movie um when they crowdfunded it, they did like some they did some kind of cool shit with it. I think they premiered it on in or in New York and LA and then they did Q&As with the people who had like crowdfunded it as right, well. Right. Did like meetups or whatever. And like there there are like cool things that you can do with Kickstarter, Indiegogo that and is, shit like that. That is definitely one thing I do respect about the Kickstarter and like the crowdfunding platform is that when you put into it, you do directly get something out of it. Like the only thing I crowdfunded was Mighty Number no. Nine because I Ooh. fucking love Mega Man and I, <laughs> I had high hopes and <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> but like, I I put ninety dollars into that because I I had a bit of money. But then also, like I I got all the DLC. I got a shirt. I got the soundtrack. I got like five copies of the game in like different formats. So mm. it was like I actually got a lot out of it. To me, it was worth the money, minus the fact that the game sucked. But you know, I could have just paid twenty bucks for the game. Said okay, I funded it. I paid for the game. Which okay, twenty bucks for a game. That's still a good price. Like you know, all that that's fair. But. I had the option to pay more. I chose to pay more. And if I had even more money to throw at it, I could have. I like that they do actually offer options with that and that you do actually get something directly out of it on paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of yeah. those uh, some of those guys take the money and run. Yeah. There was a project that a friend of ours had worked on. Oh, yeah. Where somebody took the money and ran. Yeah. I want to actually get her in so I can talk to her about oh, it. Oh, yeah. That would be that would be an interesting. Yeah. yeah. she. I don't know if she's willing to talk about it, but I'll talk to her and see if she actually, wants to. Because how interesting would it be to get the guy that took the money and ran? I mean, like, <laughs> I want to hear both sides. Like, I know he's going to try to justify it with some bullshit. But I, I, uh, I would want to grill him on a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same, 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 same. 
but at least at least with celebrities like the the funniest part with celebrities is like the low cost of overhead right for mm-hmm. the celebrity because a lot of what they're offering for their uh for their campaigns is like things like a meet and greet mm-hmm. or you get to go have lunch with them yeah and it's just like that costs you like an hour of your time yeah. that, that's not you like going to a company and churning out like 5,000 enamel pins right. that's you just sitting with somebody and, so, and like if you were going to, to investors you know how many lunches they would have to go on for that <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to pay $10,000 to go to lunch with me yeah I'll take that deal <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah, celebrities, I mean, like, I will say that I do feel like celebrities using crowdfunding platforms is, like, kind of cheating in a way. Yeah. It's It depends on, like, what your audience is like and, like, how computer savvy they are. Like, because if you, if you have an audience that's, like, full of computer nerds and they understand how the internet works and they're willing to pay you, like, you can maximize on that amount of money yeah. that you get through crowdfunding. But if you're somebody who's got, like, an older audience that probably doesn't understand how the internet works all that well, then you're kind of just, like... Could you imagine Clint Eastwood trying to crowdfund something? Oh, God, he'd probably get it done. (laughs) He probably would, yeah. But it would be fucking hilarious. Like, (laughs) how do I do this? (laughs) Fuck. Come on, Grandma. Like, he's notorious for being, like, anti-technology in his movies, too. So, could like, just imagine how that shit would go down. It wouldn't go well. It would not go well at all. I think... I, I don't know, man. I think that utilizing whatever audience that you have, like, it's really crazy because what crowdfunding has proven, like, especially platforms like Patreon, is that you don't need... Like, you don't need, like, hundreds of thousands of people. Nah. All you need is, like, at at most, like, the highest amount that you'll ever need, depending on, like, who you are and what kind of organization you're trying to run. Like, the most you'll need is probably, like, 500, 600 people. Yeah. I mean... That'll just net you a shitload of money. At five bucks a pop, 600 people, that's $3,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Like... That's, that's, a, that's and that's great, and that's at five dollars a pop. Like yeah. usually, you know, say one out of every fifty people is going to do above that. Yeah, so you'll you'll be netting more than three k a month. And I think another thing that a lot of people forget about with like Patreon people who get a lot of money off Patreon, that's not their only source of income. Like no, you're not just popping on Patreon. If you're making that level of money off of that, you probably have advertisers asking you for stuff you probably have other platforms that are also giving you money like you're set <laughs> yeah yeah something like kind of funny yeah is, uh they have like two patreons huh. and they're making like a combined like sixty thousand or something <laughs> a month with Baltimore. and then they also sell ads on top of that sell ad space on top of that i'm sure they have some form of merch yeah, and they have March as well. And, like, they're killing it. They're fucking killing it out hey. there. One thing that I definitely found out is helpful for Patreon is establishing an audience somewhere else and then introducing your Patreon. Because, like, you can't... you can't. I haven't seen this, at uh-huh. least. Somebody start a Patreon and then just shoot up in numbers, like, without yeah. an established audience already. Yeah, you definitely... 
like pa- Patreon's not a platform for growing an audience. Nikki just started a Patreon, patreon.com slash Cosplay. Or actually, I don't know if it's Pekinaka. <laughs> I don't know. It's one she's, of those. She's just, putting it up just, tomorrow, in fact. Yeah, it's it's officially. Oh, today. Oh, today. yeah. Today, I, I, it's today. As of Thursday. As of Thursday. Uh, officially launching. Like, it's been up, but she's not doing an official launch until Thursday, which is her birthday. So, happy birthday, Nikki. Oh, happy birthday, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. But so once I, I subscribe to, to hers, but then I, I'll have a bunch of other friends who have patrons as well because they're cosplayers or content creators or whatever. And yo, the amount of money that some people ask for. I have this one friend who asks for if you want her content. Like you can do a dollar if you just want to kind of get a sneak peek of everything. If without paying anything, you ain't seen shit. But for five bucks per update per update per update so that's Jesus. it averages out to be about 20 bucks a month that's 20 dollars a month just to see some titty pics yeah i mean there are a lot of people on on patreon that i've that i've seen that are just raking it in it's like kind of absurd too because like i don't know i i look at that as like the ultimate form of freedom right you can kind of just go on and do whatever the fuck you want. And you can just post whatever the fuck you want and people will be fucking with it. See, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying about a dedicated fan base. Yeah, you have, a, because it's not, it's not people who are gonna be like, oh, you posted this one video? I am unsubscribing from your channel, sir. It's, it's not people like that. It's, yeah. You're not gonna get those kinds of people yeah. on Patreon. They wouldn't be paying money for your content in the first place. Exactly, exactly. It's people who hold like subscribing so dear to mm-hmm. them that, that, that would just ultimately like say, fuck it, I'm out. Man, you know how often I subscribe and unsubscribe from channels on a whim? Like, yeah, I'm tired of seeing your shit. You're gone, dude. Like, I don't. I don't take that shit lightly. I don't take it lightly. Oh, I it's, do because it don't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it, you when you get people that'll stand for you, like that's yeah, that's that's the fan base I want. I want yeah. stands. Yeah, I want people who would who would drive their car off a bridge in the middle of the night <laughs> while it's raining yeah. with their girlfriends tied up in the trunks yeah. for me. Or uh, willing to sacrifice their sisters to go out on dates with me. One of those Any two. of the above. Any of the, or I, their ex-girlfriends. We, we've got some people that have been, been fucking with us since day one. Yeah. Shout-outs to y'all. Yo, I'm not even going to front. Like, shout-outs to everybody who's been down with us since day fucking one. It was, it was a bit of a rocky start. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It really was. And, like, I, I appreciate it so much because it's like, I don't know. I don't. I don't look at Patreon or anything as like digital panhandling, and like some, no, some people no. say. But I mean, I guess if you had all of your stuff for free, and then you take that away and put it behind a paywall, I can see where people would take a like offense to that. Yeah. But yeah. as long as, to me, as long as you're doing your regular shit that people appreciate, and then you're going above and beyond for a paywall, I think. You're good to go. Yeah. You weren't getting this stuff before. Yeah. 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 I, I, I like, I really enjoy watching people I enjoy on the come up. Yeah. Like I saw Witwicks doing his, I want to be the Boshi run at, at SGDQ 2015. I think it was, it may have been before then. And 
then I, you know, I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Let me watch his Twitch channel. And I'm like, okay, I really enjoy him. And now I see he's like, he's pretty large on YouTube. He's huge on Twitch. Like, yo, he deserves it. He's got a great personality. He's really good at the games he plays. Like, you got it. Jesus and Mero. Yeah, dude. But, that was like one of the biggest blow ups that I've seen in my life. Yeah. And like going from watching them on Complex. Yeah. Dog. Oh my God. Yeah. The, you, you turned me on to them. And that, yeah. that was like, oh, in, shit. that was instant. Like, yo, I fuck with these guys. Yeah. They were. And it's like, I mean, like, I, I'm in that camp that says, like, oh, they were so much funnier back then. But that's because they were broke and didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Just, I understand what it's like when you don't have shit shit yeah and you're just angry at everything <laughs> you got dark Jesus coming out every episode <laughs> it was yeah that, that was and i that's what that's literally the only reason why i watched neo yokio because they were both in it yeah and that's it that's the only reason that was i was really happy to see that they actually like had a good role in it like yeah it, they weren't same. just like side characters well, I mean, they were doing extra voices and shit, yeah. like uh, fucking like Richard Iowati doing like <laughs> ten voices in an episode and yeah. shit. God damn. Yeah. All I, all I gotta say is like, if you're fucking with this heavy, fuck with the Patreon. Yeah, it it really does make a big difference. It, are you? Yes, one hundred percent. I don't want to say like this is hard work because it's not like (laughs) the thing is like, this is something that I'd be willing to do for the rest of my fucking life. I it's, it's interesting because it's, it's a lot of work, but it's enjoyable work. Like none of it is really begrudging. Like tonight, I really, to be honest tonight, I did not want to fucking be here. I've been working for basically 40 hours straight, like with sleep in between that, but just sleep. 40 hours straight like you can ask nikki i've been doing nothing but working straight and like i i we're recording this late tonight because i was just so fucking busy with what i was doing but now that i'm here i'm having a good time yeah right like it's not like the thing is it's like we we had talked about a few episodes ago like when this is how i feel every fucking time we come to (laughs) record the podcast it's like yo like I don't want to do this mm-hmm, right now. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much other shit I'd rather be doing. But when we start doing it, it's a good time. Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing. Like, literally, and this is going to sound real fuckboy, but, like, there's nothing I'd rather be doing right now. Aww. Like, <laughs> legit. Like, this is fun. I'm having a good time. Damn right. And it's, like, I, I think recording podcasts is, like, I don't know, dude. This is like the dream job right here, dude. Like just being able to talk, like shoot the shit. Just to- being able to talk cash shit about whatever fucking topic. Yeah. Man, okay, just think, put it this way. Anytime you're just like at work, in the shower, whatever, and you have like a fake ass interview in your head, this is a place where you can use that shit. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. This is, man. Yo, let me let me just let's let's let me get out here on my fucking R and B shit right now. <laughs> I can't do the R and B voice because my R and B shit is all fucked up. Yeah, you got the cold. <laughs> yeah, it, look, I appreciate the the support on Patreon so fucking much. Gee. Even the like the money that we get every month, just even to help the show break even every month like really helps me out it makes me feel so fucking good yeah i 
we're not making enough money so I can say like that it makes a difference in to my financial situation. It's, you know, you can see how much we get per month minus some of that and then cut it in half. It's not a huge difference. But knowing that we got people that are willing to give their hard-earned money to to support us, like that is yeah. such a good feeling. You don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It just, man, I got like the butteriest shit-eating grin on my face. It's, it's true. Like, just like, oh, man, I really appreciate the sport. Yeah. Like just, it's so validating to just have people be down for you, yeah. right? Like to just be down, like fuck it, take my money. Just, just watch like ten niggas just pull their support just to spite us after oh, this. Oh god, <laughs> I certainly hope not. All right, I want to give a shout out to all of our patrons on Patreon: Brian R, Dirty D, Giga Warp, Rory, our sweet Irish man. Cheers. Shout out to you, Bryce D. Little Piggy Slasher, Alex H, Matthew T, Logan F, Charles K, Brady R, CJ, you know who you are, NJ, <laughs> Ryan S, Justin M, Mike C, Sean C, Scythode, Scythode, I don't know how to say yeah, that. Right. Well, you know who you are. Yeah, James A. W., Connor N, Mr. Tooth, Francisco H, Smitty, Joseph C, Vidal S, John O, Ty, Joey F, Michael V, Saul G, shout out to you, Nikki, Adrian <laughs> T, William TK, Schmood, Danny P, Dad, who also isn't any of our dads just <laughs> gotta make sure i say that every month patrick m i don't know if you go by pat or patrick it's difficult to tell and chet yeah thanks everybody for your support we fucking appreciate it all y'all especially me <laughs> doing the most out here <laughs> man for the the past six months have been sick it's been fucking tight yeah like on some real shit though like just it's I don't know like it's real validating even even if it is 37 people it's those 37 people fuck with you yeah and like I'm sure there are other people that are listening that would give but just you know aren't really in this situation that they can and you know what that's that's, fine. that's, cool. that's perfectly fine you don't have to give anything but the people who do we see you we see you we fucking see you we right. appreciate you Let's get into some questions. So you can submit your questions on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. That is our subreddit. You can just, you know, pop in there. Our, we have a monthly questions and comments. Or, oh, you know what? We can't do this yet because the Blade Runner 20, uh, 2049 anime was out. I think it was called uh, 2020 oh, Blackout. Right. I, I can't believe I forgot to watch that. You haven't seen it? All right. We'll talk about it next week for sure. Yeah. Because I'm going to see the movie this weekend. Yeah. I also plan on seeing that soon. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then I'm also going to go watch uh, Kingsman. Yeah. That's another one I need to see. Yeah. Because I have strong feelings about the first one. So I'm probably going to have strong opinions about the second. All right. Perfect. So we'll we'll go see these movies this weekend, and then we'll talk about them next week. Yeah. Well, going back to the questions, uh, the first question comes from Trashy Monkey. 
He says, what do you think of Halloween as a holiday? What is your favorite costume from a past year? And then Kokenin comes in, and thank you for the beers, Kokenin, comes in and asks, uh, or it says, seconding this, what's the raddest thing you've ever dressed up as? Uh, Yeah, um, I mean, for me, I think both their questions about the costumes kind of, I think they're the same thing, because my favorite costume is probably also the raddest costume I've done for Halloween, at least that I can think of. I, I will, to be fair, I didn't first wear this as a Halloween costume. It just really works as one. And myself and some of my friends would go as the village people. So I was the uh, the Indian, the Native American. And uh, my brother was the, the leather man. My other friend was a construction worker. And then Oh, we, you mean leather daddy. Yeah, leather daddy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, not they. They actually called him the Leather Man, but yeah, <laughs> you know the biker. And then we would have different people rotating out as like cop, navy officer, whoever else. But the three of us would roll places, and we made sure the costumes were nice and slutty. And let me tell you how to turn up a party. Just have three dudes roll in there fucking naked. Now, granted, it's it has to be a very well. Uh, populated party of people you don't know. <laughs> yes. If you do this with a bunch of people you know, it's like, dude, why is your fucking dick out like that? Come on, man. Put some, put a shirt on. Just, come on. That's fucking weird. <laughs> but if it's a bunch of people you don't know that are like drunk as shit and you have mostly nude dudes, like they just want to turn up even more. Mm-hmm. So I would roll the parties in that costume and shit would just get wild. And that was a lot of fun. Ooh. God damn, I don't have anything that'll top that. <laughs> I legit don't really dress up for Halloween. I stopped dressing up when I was probably about, I don't know, 15? Uh, yeah, that, that's probably the, about the age that most people like stop really caring about Halloween as a dress-up holiday. Well, even as an adult, I've never dressed up. Yeah. And it's mainly like... I think the last time I dressed up was when I was 18? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't really even dressing up. I uh, was working at Kinko's at the time, and they had like an iron press T-shirt maker, mm-hmm. and we had a font at work that was wood planks. And I made a shirt that said, "Show me your booty or walk the plank." <laughs> and I had a uh, had a pirate hat. All right, and that's all I wore. Hey. And I went to a party, but. The the reason why it was the best thing that I'd ever that I'd worn was because neither none of none of the squad that I rolled with to this party actually uh, wore any costumes. It was a boats and hose party. Ha, okay. So we we walked up there and it was all nautically themed, and that's why I had the pirate hat on yeah, and the, yeah. the shirt that I chosen to wear. And we went in there and left within the first 10 minutes we went tight and that's it's because i mean they they were basically out of alcohol by the time we got oh, there sick. and it was also like quote unquote byob but it was a college party so oh. you know like nobody actually brought their own yeah. shit except for the the people that shouldn't have been there right so me and the squad we all rolled deep with our own bottles of vodka or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that was your entrance token. Sure. And like we got in and we lost those as soon as we left, although we did steal a few back. Ah. We, like we went in with six, we came out with four. Okay. So 
basically what happened was we went in, saw what was going on. They were out of jungle juice. Yeah. And that was like the pop and drink when I was 18. Like jungle juice. Jungle juice. Jungle yeah, juice. They have jungle juice. Oh, my God. Just you got you to try it. And like we went in. We They were out. And then we're just like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's like fast food things, right? Yeah. Like when that uh, the KFC bowl first came out with the mashed potatoes and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people were fucking with it heavy. But like we went there. We tried to get some jungle juice and then we left but the thing is as we were leaving when we got in the car police were rolling up to the house oh shit like we were parked maybe I don't know it was like less than a three minute walk away from the house yeah so the cops we just fucking zoomed up to the house not when we were leaving right away yeah but like right when we got to the edge of the block right? damn and none of us were in costume we were all wearing like lo- like low key costumes right. like I had the hat on yeah. but then like I tucked it tucked it real quick my boy had like the naval hat on he tucked his shit and like we we all got in the car and then drove off yeah and like as we were driving away like one of the cops shined a light in our car just to see if we were dressed up, I, I assume. Yeah. And we were good. And we were all under the age of 21. Yeah. So we would have been extra fucked yeah. with the amount of liquor we had on us. <laughs> Jesus. But that was, that was the raddest costume I ever wore. <laughs> no costume. Yeah. As for my thoughts on Halloween itself, I'm cool with it. I enjoy that it gives people an excuse to dress up like outside of like conventions and stuff. You know, most people don't cosplay so it's the one general costume party of the year and I, yeah. I i like that i think that's cool um i like costume parties in general i think they're fun i i think giving people an excuse to or like even themed parties doesn't have to sit doesn't necessarily have to be a costume party but i think themed parties are a nice excuse for like pushing some things Cause you know, sometimes you'll go to a party and like, they'll want to be like, Oh, Hey, we got these, these games and these activities. And they're like, the only activity I'm interested in is this beer right here. All right. (laughs) Which, Hey, that is, that's my kind of party sometimes, but you know, sometimes it's cool to like get people together and kind of force them to do shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As far as I feel, uh, as far as how I feel about Halloween, I think it's cool. I met a Jehovah's Witness once that said he was good, too good for Halloween. So <laughs> they're too good for anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't celebrate shit, not even birthdays. So fuck them. Yeah. Um, next question comes from Star Boxer. New Pacific Rim trailer, fucking sick or super fucking sick? I'm like excited for the movie, but yeah. it's like the the trailer. I thought like the CG didn't look good. I thought the robots were moving in a really weird way. Like, they were moving too humanly. Isn't that human-like. kind of the point, though? Like, well, they were still super robotic. Or not super, but they were still pretty robotic in the last movie. Yeah. But in the trailer that I just saw, they were they were moving too quickly to, like, not, uh, not be not robots. These were kind of moving around like humans. Gotcha. And yeah, I I, like, you oh. know, I didn't actually watch the trailer. Like, I, I saw glimpses of it i don't really like watching trailers i'm I'm not gonna see the new last jedi trailer i watched that i heard i heard it spoils a little bit too much 
I mean, n- no. I mean, kind of, because it's just like at, at one point during the trailer, it does some something that I believe is a red herring. Like oh, they're trying yeah. to fool audiences with, and it's like, why would you even put that in the trailer? That's stupid. Yeah, see, I even even if it is a red herring, then you get people thinking like, okay, this is a red herring. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, if it's not a red herring, then they just spoiled the fucking movie like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, it's, I I thought Spider-Man: Homecoming was a pretty egregious offender of that, but in the end, it wasn't that bad because the movie was very good. So, mm-hmm. like, they they didn't actually spoil that much, but they still spoiled too much. So, I'm if I'm going to see a movie, regardless, I generally just avoid the trailers. Yeah, that's fair. I you know. If, it, if they come on while I'm watching something else, then it's kind of no avoiding it. I'm not going to sit there and like close my eyes and cover my ears. <laughs> look like an asshole in the theater. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I gotcha. Samurai Jack the Face Ripper says, to piggyback off a few others about the upcoming holiday, Halloween, do you guys have any Halloween traditions that you follow? Some do 30 days of horror films, costume parties, or visit or visits to haunted houses and slash hayrides this area blows up during halloween with all the farms and cornfields anything similar shake down in sd um as far as traditions like i don't have any i want to start doing something for halloween i've been trying for like the last three years to play through horror games in the month of october but for whatever reason like all of my friends end up being very busy during this month so we'll be like oh yeah let's play through amnesia or you know whatever and then it's like oh but i got work all the time and i really have to do it so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i've been trying to do that so really my only halloween tradition is drinking (laughs) you know i'm i unfortunately i'm a huge pussy when it comes to that kind of shit yeah like i can't do spooky stuff like I'm superstitious for no reason and like admittedly no reason like I don't know why I'm superstitious I just am that happens yeah I think it might come from playing sports or something I don't mm. know mm-hmm. but essentially like I can't I can't do a lot of things because I don't fuck with like the spooky stuff sure one tradition that I almost had was uh back in the day and this was like way back in the day UC Santa Barbara was a huge oh, part man. of the school. Fucking disgusting. Oh, man. They used to shut down Isla Vista. Yeah. If, and- <laughs> if that, that place was such a notorious party town, especially for Halloween, that they would basically ID you going into the area. Yeah. Like exactly. if you weren't a student there, you weren't allowed to be there during the Halloween weekend. That was that was after after I'd gone okay. for the second time, the first after the first time I had gone, actually. So the first time that I went, uh, oh boy, this must have been when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. Dog, that shit was next level. <laughs> next fucking level. I can only imagine, man. I, I put on, so this is when I was like still kind of in shape and I was way into soccer and I had a full kit. Mm-hmm. So I had the top the shorts, the socks, 
And it was for Aston Villa's fucking Premier League team, which has now been relegated, or which has since been relegated. And relegation is basically booted down to the lower league because they suck too much. So... I was I was legit at this like and I didn't know other people would do this but I was dressed like a soccer player yeah. because like you're walking around all night and it's all like dry fit shit yeah. so like the sweat wicks off yeah you're like, good to go exactly exactly yeah, see, that's, oh, that's playing in the head yeah yeah that's exactly why I wore all that j- oh my god this was this was, it was like this was one thing that I wanted to continue doing for. Every, every fucking year. I'll tell the story some other time. Uh-huh. But the following year, I think the year that we went actually the first time, what a person had been trampled by a horse. Holy shit. Or some, some shit had happened where somebody had died, I think. <sighs> and the following year, the cops cracked down super heavy. Yeah. Like super heavy. You it. couldn't like you couldn't get in or out of Isla Vista like without a lot of trouble and like houses were starting to be cracked down on for parties and shit yeah like i don't so let's be 100 percent honest i don't think somebody got run over by a horse i think what happened was if i had to guess um somebody wealthy's child got fucked up by alcohol poisoning yeah and they i mean they didn't die i don't think but they probably got sick enough to where the parent was just like, I pay a lot of money for this school or whatever. Yep, yep. And, you know, you got to stop this. It's funny because Santa Barbara, the city, is super, like, old and sleepy. and like Yeah, it's old money. Yeah, like, people are really rich and uppity and, like, all that. But then IV, the college town, or oh, the college baby. section of it is yeah. just lit disgustingly all lit. the fucking time oh my god i never about a party i never went during halloween but i was there for a couple of weekends over a couple of years and man you could just if you had a bottle you could just walk anywhere like i i knocked on a wrong door and got invited in like yeah <laughs> yep it's fucking tight yeah it's dog and this is this is one of the things that i'll bemoan Probably for the rest of my life, not being young anymore. Yeah. Because, like, I think I would just keep going. Even, like, even with what I know now, like, places getting shut down. Because, like, even when it wasn't getting shut down the first year that I'd gone, dog, it was, like, (laughs) fucking party paradise. You could just, you legit could go from door to door. But, like, there were some spots, as as we had found out during Comic-Con, that I wasn't allowed into. Oh, uh, main like there were probably about four or five different spots I wasn't allowed into. Uh, one because college campuses do this fucking thing where it's always like, "Yo, if you're a dude, you're not getting in here." Yeah, like, yeah, like you, just period. If you're a dude, we're not fucking with you. That that happens a lot for sure. One hundred percent at college campuses. Yeah, and then like on occasion, it could be racist. It'd be like, yeah. I mean, there aren't a ton of people of color at UC Santa Barbara. It's, as it's is. not the but most diverse like, school. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Like, do I even really want to be here with all these drunken dudes? Yeah, it's one of those things, like, 
I would be mad if I couldn't get into a party because of my race, but I really would not want to be at a party that was like begrudgingly letting me in. That's real shit. Like I don't, there's no way that I want to be accosted by some dude who's actually racist. Yeah. Like if you don't want to let me in, that's fine. I'll Especially just, like if you're the stranger. Yeah. And oh, like if yeah. he's with his friends and it's like, Hey Clayton, you maybe you calm down a little bit and you're like, yo Clayton, what the fuck man? And it's like, okay, now you're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't you don't ever want to be in that position because like college kids will fucking lie. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. There was another part of this. Oh, as for like stuff that happens in San Diego, there are some huge ass haunted houses down here. Yeah. There are some famous fucking ones down here, but I don't really fuck with haunted houses, so I don't really ever go. Yeah. Haunted houses, corn mazes and shit. Yeah. There's one there's a corn maze up in Carlsbad, I think. Yeah, there's there's a few. There's like Bates Nut Farm has a big one. Mm-hmm. I don't even know exactly where that is. I just know that it's a famous place. Sounds <laughs> Bates Nut Farm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I I'm cool with haunted houses, but like, I don't get scared by fake things. Like, I know that these people legally cannot harm me, and they're not using real chainsaws. They're not like I'll get startled, maybe maybe and so like i just i i i can't enjoy a haunted house to its fullest it it makes the the people working there it makes their jobs harder it makes it different for everyone who i'm with like it, it's just nah yeah fuck ain't it. happening no not at all uh i don't do haunted houses either just mainly because i'm a huge pussy <laughs> that's really about it so swervillo says or swervillo and Whatever. <laughs> Says, where I live, there are two back roads on the opposite sides of the city, which are said to be, one, haunted by school children, two, inhabited by violent albinos, three, patrolled by a mysterious person in a white pickup truck. Man, I go to Wangon and Midnight Initial D out in those hills all the time, and the only thing I've ever seen were wild turkeys and fogged up cars on the side of the road. I'm more terrified of riced out Honda Civics and deer than anything else. Point is, don't buy into that supernatural shit. I'd get your point about why would I want to find out, though. I mean, when it comes to like urban legends, like you can tell it like that shit's that's that's total bullshit. You know, I it's I mean, but why would you want to find out? I suppose so. But I mean, like there's an area around here called Elfin Forest that is supposed to be like the creepiest place in San Diego, and it's like you know supposedly haunted. Obviously, it's not haunted, but I, for me, it's more like Ouija boards and like drawing summoning circles and like legitimately going for it. I would never just because why the fuck would I go for this? Yeah. Same. And like on Mount Soledad here. Yeah. There's like the seven dwarven bridges. or Yeah. Yeah. Elf bridges. I forget what. And if you drive through them in a certain order, like you'll disappear and never come back. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred percent bullshit. But like, why would I want to find out? Yeah, that's too much effort to even bother with. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah, yeah. Rip says Vinland Saga is about a Viking kid who knows Leif Erikson. Happy Leif Erikson Day, by the way. That was uh, two days ago, something like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and joins a group of mercenaries with the intention of killing the leader. It starts similar to Berserk, but then you get a time skip in like thirty chapters or so of fucking farming. You know, it's funny. I actually, I think I started reading that at a at a point, and it seemed really interesting. But now that you say that, I'm not 
ain't fucking with it <laughs> yeah fuck that that doesn't sound good at all <laughs> yeah why do i why do i want a time skip of farming <laughs> god leo larkin asks have you guys seen the seminal anime classic the melancholy of haruhi suzumiya specifically the endless eight arc in season two and what do you think of the cojones on the artistic genius that made the decision to reanimate the same episode eight times just to set up for the movie p.s you guys seem to have this the wrong idea of the primitive technology it's not a survivalist channel teaching you how to live through the apocalypse it's an experimental archaeology channel looking into the hypothetical advancements of our ancestors a lot of people find it relaxing to watch and listen to that actually sounds kind of sick yeah, yeah to be honest i I've, the only things i've seen of it or at least what i believe <laughs> that you're talking about is just this guy like showing techniques and like doing wilderness survival kind of stuff but that that, that does sound interesting i do I do enjoy archaeology and, um, you know, some of the old sociology kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah. As for Haruhi and Suzumiya, I haven't really watched it through. I definitely have not seen The Endless Eight. I thought it was a really interesting move. But for me, that's more of a conceptual thing. Like, I think it's an interesting concept. But, man, if I sat through that, like, watching week after week. I'd have been just as mad as all of my friends who did. Yeah. Yep. Fuck that. Nope. I'm, <laughs> well, first, first and foremost, I've never heard of it. And second, uh, fuck that. So Haruhi was in a really interesting series. It was in the first season. The kind of gimmick that they did was that the episodes aired not in chronological order. I forget what the, the total order was, but basically as you go through the series, because they, they show it out of order, you learn more about the characters kind of, you know, like how in Memento, like you, you learn yeah. about the, the plot really at the very end. It's kind of like that, not, not to that same extent. But then you realize, oh, Haruhi is God. Like that's just one of the main characters is God. Like, okay, <laughs> we're just bending to her whim. And um, yeah, and then you find out that some of the other characters are also supernatural or otherwise more than human and uh yeah it was an interesting series but i haven't really sat through and watched it all that much i can't say i would i i probably would be fine with it i don't think i would really fuck with it but i don't think i would hate it either fair enough tad ghostal 22 asks Dragon Ball Super 109 through 110. Best transformation in the series, or is it just meant to bring back the dynamic Saga's nostalgia? Kaoken to Spirit Bomb to a completely new transformation. Is it too on the nose or just on point, given this clear nostalgia bias? I think we're just going to wish everybody into Universe 7 to have further adventures after Universe 7, Gohan's, win. The way the art explained the transformation is dope. Even with, in Battle of the Gods, Goku never seemed overwhelmed by a new form. Yeah, actually, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I was wrong with what I was guessing. I thought that he had a new trick, but no, this was pure desperation, pulled a rabbit out of a hat transformation. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool as fuck, really. And I liked that... 
don't think they've done the the whole quiet storm thing with Goku yet. Not really. Not like that. And uh, yeah, you know, before it was just like, oh, he's overwhelmed with rage, and now he's okay. Now he's in control of himself again. But uh, well, just to catch everyone up, and you know, spoilers for Dragon Ball Super, but Goku hit another transformation past Super Saiyan Blue. I think they're calling it Ultra Instinct is kind of what they're titling it, where it's not so much him reaching a new level of Super Saiyan. It's just like a heightened state of awareness and reactions. And it's apparently a form. It's a, a state of awareness that even gods aspire to. Like some of them can't even hit that. And he just did it. Like he did that shit live (laughs) and it was pretty fucking cool. Like I'm super down with it. And I liked that, you know, Goku was looking all intense with his, with his shiny new eyes. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did not even consider the the sort of reference of the Namek saga where he did the spirit bomb, he did Kaoken, and then transformed. I didn't even catch that, but that's a, that's a really cool... Yeah, good on you to notice that. And I, I definitely think that was intentional for nostalgia purposes, but I, I'm totally fine with it. I really, I really like Super because they're doing things differently than they have in the past. And I'm totally cool with that. You have enemies who aren't malicious. You have friends who are. You have Frieza being a good guy, but he's still a fucking dick. Like, I like that. I like that where it's not just, oh, this guy wants to destroy the universe, so I have to stop him because I'm good and he's bad. No, it's, it's a little different this time. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying Super. And if you don't like it, suck a dick. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably check it out uh, soonish. I don't know. Probably once it gets to like 200 episodes. Yeah, we're halfway there. Central Storm asks, What's up, guys? How much do you fuck with retro games and emulation? What are your favorite retro games and consoles? What kind of rig would I need to re- emulate PS2 and GameCube? Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, man. Yeah. As far as emulating PS2 and GameCube, I'm sure any modern PC can do it. Yeah, yeah. If if your stuff is at least relatively updated, you can run stuff pretty well. Yeah. Uh, And as far as emulation and retro gaming goes, I used to fuck with it super heavy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to have, and this was, I used to pirate a shitload of video games back in the day, like, just all the Game Boy Advance ones. My shit, like my number one shit back in the day was Mega Man Battle Network. Oh, those games I are fun. Fucked with those so heavy. I was the mod on a forum. Oh man. Oh my god. And like there was a big like spat that came up at one point <laughs> over emulation and like non-emulation. And like I fell on the side of like oh, uh, emulation is wrong. You should never do it. Yeah. Because I had ended up buying all of the games that uh, were out instead of emulating them. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I felt like a huge piece of shit for that. <laughs> but anyway, man, yeah, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't pirate games anymore. Um, mainly because, like, I have 
other things that I can do with my time outside of playing games. Like gaming isn't a super huge passion for me anymore. Sure. Like it used to be, but now it's kind of just like, it's a situation where if I feel like I need to steal like to, or pirate to play a game, I just don't need to play it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. And plus most of them shits are online only anyway. Yeah. To prevent piracy. So it's just like, well, what the fuck is the point of playing this thing? Yeah, there's so many games that are unnecessarily online only right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, chill. It's fucking yeah. stupid. For me, I, I'm a huge retro game fan, but I treat retro games like they're their own games, like you should. You know, I, I really appreciate new games, but I also appreciate old games because I, I think people's priorities have changed with time. Like, back in the day, the most important things were clarity of graphics, good soundtrack, and tightness of controls. The gameplay, you didn't have as many avenues to go down, so as long as your control was good, you had a good game. But, you know, some, some games just, they, they just didn't play well, you know? Now it's more of, okay, is it immersive? Is, are the graphics cutting edge? It, it, does it have strong multiplayer? How's the net play? Like there's, there's a lot more to worry about, so it's a little different. On the emulation front, I'm, I'm a pretty big proponent for emulation, especially of older games. Like I don't really, I don't really think people should be pirating new games because there's so many for free. Like you have so many options and so many ways to get free games. Like you probably shouldn't be pirating new games unless you, you're you just, there, there's instances where I'm like, yeah, whatever. I've, well, actually, you know what? I'm always like, do what do what you want. But my, my personal beliefs are, especially for like indie devs and stuff like that, just support them. Like a lot of people sell games for like 10 bucks now. Like mm-hmm. you'll be all right. But for older games, yeah, I emulate still. Um, like I, I have a Super Nintendo, which was I would probably say is my my number one system to emulate. But that's at my parents' house, and it's in their attic, and I don't have every game I want to play, and I wouldn't be able to find every game I want to play. And there's a lot of games I would never have played had it not been for emulation. Like I had an R4 for the DS. Man, that thing opened me up to so many games. I only owned like three games for the Nintendo DS, but holy shit, I played at least two hundred. The emulator, there's a for Super Nintendo and normal Nintendo for the multiplayer games on the emulator. What's crazy is you can do net play yeah. on some of them. And that's the most wild part to me. Yeah, that shit's legit. Like, you can do local co-op, as it were, via the internet. Yeah. And that, yeah, that, that shit's really cool to me. Yeah. There's also that, um, that ROM hack for Super Mario 64, the, the online one. Someone released it recently. I haven't actually gotten to play it yet, but it's like... You can have eight people, maybe even more, but I'm going to say eight people playing a Super Mario 64 ROM simultaneously. 
and you get multiple characters. So there's like Mario's Mario and then like Luigi jumps higher but is slidey and like Wario takes half damage. I think Waluigi gets a double jump and then there's other characters who I forget who they do. But like that's really fucking cool. Like I I think ROM hacks are one of the coolest side effects of emulation cuz you get to do a bunch of shit that was never possible with these games and would be much harder to do if you were trying to rewrite code on a cart. So agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's uh get into voicemails. Good afternoon, real nerd. I was crew. It's Dr. Dirty D calling in for the first time in a while, I think. And welcome back, Denzel. Hope you're feeling better. Thanks. Now, that guy, that red coat guy, and you brought up this thing like the marketplace. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is he, some sort of fake libertarian type dude with the paradise in his head? If he was a real libertarian type dude, he would know that that was a stupid thing to say. But moving right along to the next thing. Uh, the guy phone call talking about getting your girls into anime. I got a couple of suggestions that you might want to watch. Uh, something like Wolf Children. That one's pretty good. It's very well animated. Uh, you know, just basically really generic romantic shit. And never, ever, ever, ever watch the dog shit, the horse shit, the etchy shit around them. <laughs> never. Unless they're into that sort of thing. And you do it enough times, you'll probably just wing yourself off of it. Anyway, good luck with the show. I wish it was a lot longer, but what can you do? You guys are sick. Later. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, Nick, you really fucked with the uh, Wolf Children. I think movies is a good way to, to wean people into anime. Like, you know, Ghibli stuff. You know, things. It's a lower commitment, you know? You're not getting them into a 56-episode series. Yeah, very true. The girl that you're talking to has to be Asian. Won't work with any other girl, alright? This is what you do. You walk up to her and you ask her, hey, you know what my favorite song is? What? Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, jeez. So, admittedly, that, that voicemail got cut off somehow, and I don't know how. But either way, that's a terrible pickup line, and I'm seeing somebody now. Can't believe you would tell me to say something like that to somebody. That's that's especially oh, when I'm seeing somebody. Come on, God, check yourself, God. Hey, maybe it's because I was in the military, or maybe it's because I'm in a flyover state. But the word faggot really doesn't bother me. I've sucked enough dick during the title. I don't really care if anybody anybody says it. the fact that people just want to not say it anymore is annoying. That's my opinion on it. Bye. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, I won't be saying it, or I'll at least do my best not to say it in the future. Uh, just because you're not offended by something doesn't mean that nobody else is. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how my approach is with the N-word. Like, I'm not so black passing that people are going to use that as their go-to insult for me like that yeah you, <laughs> you look arabian yeah i look a lot of things black isn't the first that usually comes to mind so i don't really take a lot of offense to the word but 
if someone tells you don't do it, just don't fucking do it. And you're the safe bet is just to not do that. Like I don't I don't even like cursing around people I don't know. I I never really like to be the person to say the first fuck, you know? So I, it, for me it's just like it's a courtesy kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a really personal kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Appreciate the advice from last week. But I just want to call to let Denzel know if a bitch has a toothbrush in your house, you're basically fucking married. Stop being an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Didn't know that at the time. Now I do. Yep. Thank you very much. That does it for voicemails. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You know, chop it up with the with the posse. Cheer. Yeah. You can like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash real nerd hours podcast. You can support the show on Patreon, which we really appreciate at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. You can give us a call at 413-SAVAGE-1. Savage. And you can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Gee. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next Thursday. Yeah.